Hello and welcome back. It's Miriam. I hope you had a great holiday. I hope that you are rested from the madness of Christmas. Um, at least I know I had madness on Christmas and I am rested. <laughs> As a disclaimer, I just had to let you know my kids are on winter break and there's a lot of really loud shouting because they're playing video games <laughs> and they're like super intense. So, you know, just bear with me if you hear them shouting in the background. I was like, you know what? Whatever. We will try our best to like avoid the sounds, but I can't even hear them from here. So, ni modo. Um, so yeah, this, this, as we're going into 2024, can you believe that? I can't believe we're into going into 2024. Um, gosh, I just wanted to put this out there and just invite you again, invite you to begin again with Jesus. And remind you and encourage you that you don't have to wait for your life to be right with him. You don't have to wait to be perfect. And that it's never too late. It's never too late. And so this is why of this episode, I just wanted to invite you and kind of maybe, um, gosh, yeah, encourage you to seek him. Because the days are shorter. This 2024 is going to be wild. I mean, as much as we like to say that um, elections don't create chaos in our lives, sometimes they do because you might come across intense conversations. You might be bombarded by friends who are super political on social media. And whether you like to admit it or not, it does affect you. And it will rob your peace. But what better way to head into 2024 knowing that gosh we we can turn to Jesus for everything we need especially peace I was watching an episode from 90 day fiance the other way where people go live in other countries and I was noticing you know just they they always are from different countries different cultures but I was very just like intrigued by this episode where this woman moved to um, India and she married a man from there and then their wedding it was like a two three day wedding and she was so unhappy during her wedding and she was so exhausted and it wasn't because she was Christian and she didn't want to do any of the rituals she was exhausted because she was like man it just takes so long to get married when in the U.S. I would have been married already but as I watched this episode, there were just so many rituals involved. And, you know, we can kind of make that our life, like where we think that we need to do rituals in order to receive what we're looking for or in order to be close to God even. Um, in that episode, you know, they are Hindu, so they follow different gods and they offer sacrifices even to cows. They, they even worship cows. Um, and gosh, I just noticed how exhausting it was. Cause it's like for every little thing, they had to do something. They had to like, um, like offer a sacrifice, you know, the first meal that you're going to cook. When you come into your house, say, say this chant and, you know, uh, put dog, oh, dog poop, cow poop on fire and let the, the smoke, 
you know, purify your household and sprinkle urine on every doorway um, to purify, like cow urine, okay, to purify your house. And it was just like so much work. And although it's cultural and you might defend this as like where it's part of your culture, you know, the Bible does say like, be careful that you follow traditions more than God. Be careful that you, 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 you immerse yourself into a culture that God does not want for you. And I think that even us, like here in the Western world, we can also fall into those things. We can also think that, you know, eating 12 grapes at midnight is going to give you luck or that, you know, wearing a red bracelet with like the, some blue eye is going to protect you from, I don't know what, um, you know, doing the cross sign is going to protect you or like walking outside at midnight with your luggage is going to give you, you know, travel this year. Though, and those are like legit rituals, right? That we, that I can see, but I'm sure there's others that, you know, that people do that we might not even be aware of. But I also know that like by being just the way that I was raised, I was raised in a very superstitious family with a lot of rituals and a lot of different practices, spiritual practices that led us to believe that if we didn't do them, then God would not protect us or God was not, you know, able to do anything for us. And I think what I've learned as I became a Christian was that God doesn't need any of that because he is powerful enough. And a lot of people are not willing to accept that. God is powerful enough. And man, Jesus is enough. Jesus came to relieve that burden from us. One, the burden from sin and death. And two, so that we're not in bondage to these things, thinking that it's going to give us wealth, health, prosperity, love. I mean, I remember, you know, I come from family that practice my mom practiced witchcraft and I even practice witchcraft and um and this is and this is when you think if you're Hispanic if you're Latina you might think that witchcraft means just like I don't know Salem witches witchcraft I mean brujeria and by brujeria I mean amulets I mean bracelets on your arm on your on your braid on your freaking hand you know que doing little like tarot reading horoscopes crystals um freaking sage it that's all witchcraft and it's it's brujeria is brujeria and you know you might not like to hear that you might not be ready for it but all that is brujeria and i just remember like we it, we had to do it because if we didn't do it then we didn't feel protected or even like the egg cleanses right like putting the egg cleanse thinking that someone had put a curse on you and and you had to like cleanse yourself or whatever and then you'd crack open the egg and then the egg had like different things and you're like no freaking dove course is gonna have things because the lady just shook it all over your body you know but then we'd fall prey to that and we'd believe it and so because we didn't know any better and the bible says that god's people will perish because of lack of knowledge so we were perishing because we were bound to death, to death because we didn't know Jesus was enough. We didn't know Jesus had come to relieve us from all that. And that's what I want to invite you into knowing this year, that as you go into 2024, 
you make Jesus Lord of all. The Bible says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And it's like, man, what is it going to take for you to really realize that he really is the way, the truth, and the life? That he is the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. And he came in the craziest, most uneventful but eventful way so that you could see that it's that simple. <laughs> Jesus is so, it's so simple to follow Jesus. It's not easy, but it's simple because he doesn't require all that stuff. He doesn't require any sacrifices. He doesn't require, gosh, he didn't even require the sacrifice from that, the, the, the lady that had her alabaster jar full of perfume and she was crying. He didn't even require her to do that. And that was all she had. And that's all she gave him his most precious tears and her perfume that she had saved for so long that was worth so much in that time. He didn't even require that for her. And he's such a relational God that, man, he just wants your heart. God, when I was watching that show, it just, it made me sad. It made me sad because I was thinking like, man, Lord, I don't see a relationship with their God. They're all stressed out. They have no one to confide in. They don't talk to anyone. They just chant these things. God knows what they're saying. And they're just offering these sacrifices, hoping they'll get whatever they're looking for. There's no relationship. They're not offering their tears to someone. And the girl later on, she grew depressed. And she was trying to talk to her husband. And her husband, and she and she told her husband, all I need is empathy from you. I need a hug. And he's like, well, you're not going to get it. And I'm like, man, that's so sad. Like, what is, what kind of books do they use? Like, where they can look to as an example of empathy and compassion. And I'm so grateful we have Jesus as an example of empathy and compassion. Man, I'm like, thank you, Lord, that it's not that it's not that complicated to come to you it's not that complicated to to have a relationship with you i know that you hear christians all over the place and i even said it at one point i i'm not religious i'm not religious i have a relationship with god and that's different you know but religion is thinking that you have to perform all these rituals to have a closeness with god and relationship is saying, God, I gave you my heart. Here's what I'm dealing with because I know you experienced it too. And to confiding in Jesus as a friend and to believing that he truly is a prince of peace. He's your great counselor. And he left us his Holy Spirit to guide us and comfort us and strengthen us and fill us with grace. And it's not that exhausting. It should not be that exhausting. And, and so... There is no need. There is no need for sage burning. There's no need for bracelet wearing. There's no need for cleanses. He is the ultimate cleanse. And if you don't believe that, it's because you don't know. You don't know what you're missing in the word of God. And that's what's waiting for you in 2024. This opportunity for God to show you how his plans are so good for you. How he loves you. How he came to redeem your life because you were bound to death. And how there isn't a promise of eternal life because of Jesus. How you don't have to wait for your life to be perfect because you are already made right with Jesus on your own account. No incense burning, no crystals, no horoscope, no tarot card reading, no 
chakra reading no um what is the other one reiki ratio i don't know some other that none of that will ever give you the peace that only jesus can give because if it really did you'd have all the peace already i would always wonder you know my mom used to go to psychics and like she had this this really like best friend psychic and this lady would take her money and my mom would be like oh you know give me lottery numbers right but then you don't win and i'm like wait like we're seeking these things but we're not finding peace it's just a temporary satisfaction for our hearts that we need something we need to soothe we need to cope but it doesn't give us the peace that we know we need knowing that you know what god you got it you got it all together for us you you're, you're gonna work it out you got me this sucks right now but i know you got me so in this 2024 i want to encourage you to make jesus a priority stop putting the excuses stop choosing to hold on to offenses stop choosing to hold on to hurt and and anger and stop letting the enemy win over your life because that's where he wants you he wants you isolated he wants you offended he wants you hurt he wants you to just stay home he does he wants you to stay home he doesn't want you to be out there and engaging with other jesus followers and growing in your faith making community getting to know other believers as the bible says do not put off gathering together do not it, like a lot of people like to think that um you know going to church doesn't make your relationship with god but a lot, a lot of people say i don't need to go to church to have a relationship with god yeah you do you do need to go to church you know why because at church there's so much power in um, congregational prayer you're learning from a teacher from someone that knows more than you you are gathering in community with other believers and when two or more gather together, God is there. And when you're volunteering in your church, you're making friendships good that are good for your soul. Like friendships that are good because you're learning together. You're t there's no better friendship than growing in Christ together with someone else. Like there's no better thing in friendship. That's I love like being able to talk to my friend and say, hey, guess what God did for me? What is God doing for you? And oh my gosh, I learned, I saw this scripture and this is what it told me. Or like, hey friend, can you help me understand this verse? Like, I know I've called friends before and I've been like, friend, I'm, I'm having trouble understanding this verse. Can you like help me out? And man, I love, I love being able to have friends like that, that I'm able to look to and encourage and they encourage me. I, as I think of 2024 and like having a relationship with God and everything, it reminds me also of an episode I watched. <laughs> I love reality shows. I love reality TV. And I'm so grateful because I always notice like, I don't know, I feel like God talks to me through these shows sometimes. <laughs> Maybe even sometimes when I go shopping, like I try to, I just always ask God, I invite you Lord into this space, walk with me, go with me, shop with me. Um, and so I, I, I noticed that when I was watching this show about Jewish people dating, they're trying to find love. There's like these like mid, what is it? Mid twenties, mid thirties people like trying to get married. And they always made sure to mention that they wanted the other person to be Jewish, right? They're looking for a Jewish wife, you know, be, do not be equally yoked, right? With people that don't believe the same with you because it's going to bring a lot of trouble. But, um, that's what they were looking for. And, you know, they really made sure to focus on the word Judaism. They never mentioned really their love for God or how they felt loved by God. 
They never said, for example, oh, I'm, I would love to fall in love with someone who loves God as much as I do. Or I would love to have a relationship with someone who is living out of the love that God has for them, who is living authentically as who God made them to be. Like it was always conversations about the rituals, the rules, the different ceremonies, the different events, the different things that Judaism brings. And it made me so sad because I'm like, where's the relationship with God? Where's the love for God? When you love God, it oozes out of you. It just shows it. When you know that God loves you, it just, there. you can't deny the Holy Spirit. You can't dim the Holy Spirit in your life. And so I just remember listening to these people that would say, Judaism is important to me. They wouldn't say God is important to me. Like I would never say Christianity is important to me ever, like ever. I would never tell my children, make sure that you marry a girl that's Christian. No, like that's not what I tell them. I tell them, make sure you marry a girl loves God as much as you love God or even more or someone that has a relationship with God that's part of a good healthy community of believers who who just wants to follow God all the days of our life who trusts God who reads his word and who respects God to the point where she, he she understands that he is sovereign that he is her father too and so I just I remember just being grateful once again no, because I know that God is not that complicated. Jesus, approaching Jesus doesn't take all that. It just takes a surrendered heart, um, acknowledging our sin, because first and foremost, when we think that we don't need God, there's a lot of pride, right? And so we might think that we're not sinning. It's very easy to get distracted by life and get sucked in by everything that's going on around us that we don't notice the way we're sinning. Um, I can tell you like yesterday, you know, Christmas was busy. We hosted a large family and got a cold in the midst of it. And that's why my voice sounds like this. I'm at the end of it. Um, but, um, it's very easy to not realize the ways we're sinning. And so yesterday, finally I sat down and I read the Bible and God pointed out something to me. Like I woke up with a thought with like a sentence and then I'm like, okay, Lord, what, let me see what you have like to say in regards to this in the Bible. And so I was researching in the Bible and I found some scriptures that kind of confirmed to me, oh man, Lord, you know what? Yeah, I, I did sin in this way. And I was like, you know, saying, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry that I did this and I was wrong for doing that. That was not right. I shouldn't have done that. I need to have a pure heart. And so I was praying, but you know, sometimes we do need to take time to reflect and and then we give our heart to Jesus and it, it is necessary to acknowledge our sin and to ask God, how am I sinning, Lord? Where am I sinning? Show me. Show me where I'm sinning because I don't want to live my life sinning against you. I don't want to live my life making you sad because of my choices. I want to make the right choices. So anyway, um, yeah, like, you know, God is so relational. He's compassionate and faithful and such a friend and so good and so kind and so full of mercy and grace and compassion that he's just waiting for us to notice how we're sinning so that we can bring it to him. And then he's like, ah, hi, my child. I just wanted you to know that I've known all along. <laughs> yeah. So once you, you know, bring your sin to him and 
or even if you haven't noticed it yet, but you bring your heart to him and you say, God, this 2024, I surrender my heart to you, my life. Let it be your will. I know it's very scary, but it's totally doable. And I know that, you know, listen, God has good plans for you and your life, but make the choice. Remember to let the, to stop letting the enemy win over your life. So yes, join a church, go join a church and start volunteering right away. Because then you want to make that church part of like something familiar for you. Because if you're just a consumer and you're just going to church, it's never going to be familiar for you. You're, that's not going to be where you make friends. In fact, you're going to be like, ugh, I can't stand these people sometimes. Listen, I've, I've had, I've known of people at my church that, you know, they never really get involved. They've never really been in groups. They've never like really served but they come to church and they expect you to do everything for them. But then, and then they even say, I need a break from all these people. And, and that's their own hurt, you know, like that's their own, that's their own stuff that they're dealing with. But what I tell you, friend, is that you choose to say, you know what? I've been hurt, but I'm going to put myself out there again and I'm going to meet different people and I'm going to be open to that. Listen, it's not, it's not easy. It's scary because we've been hurt because people are people, but don't quit. Don't quit and keep going and join and make it a habit. Make, no matter what, know that like, you gotta go do it. You gotta join a church. You gotta start volunteering this year. Stop just being a consumer. Um, your faith is gonna grow so much when you do that because you're doing something that's not for you. It's for others. And there's no better thing to do than to serve. And you're doing it for God. And, and there's going to be so much growth that comes from that. Also, I want you to know that when you start going to church, um, hell's going to break loose. Like literally, the enemy's going to put all kinds of stumbling blocks for you so that you don't go to church. So that you go to church in a bad mood. So that you wake up angry. So you wake up not feeling it. Same thing with volunteering. Same thing when you join a women's group or a men's group. You're always going to have all these different things that are going to try to prevent you to go but even if it's late just show up show up and if you're one of those people that like um hates when people are late to church or to groups man pray for them pray for the ones that come late because you never know what battle they had to go through to get to church i know a lot of times we're like man why don't they wake up earlier or like go to sleep? you never know man you never know what people go through to get to church especially in the beginning. So I just encourage you to, to make a commitment to stop putting excuses and stop letting the distract distractions win. Start going to church, get, get into volunteering. But the most important of all is start reading your Bible. This one, I am going to tell you, go to sleep earlier, wake up a little earlier, even if it's 10, 15 minutes and do it first thing in the morning, because that's, what's going to set the tone for your day. Because if you don't do it in the morning, you're not going to do it for the rest of the day. It's the same thing like if you don't exercise in the morning. You got to work out because if you don't work out like first thing in the day, then you won't work out. the. I mean, I don't know. Like at least in regards to working out, if I don't work out in the morning, then I didn't work out the rest of the day. It just becomes really difficult for me to, to put it in, you know, to put it in my schedule for the rest of the day. And I don't even work. I stay home. And it's even hard then because kids come home and then there's like homework and dinner and husband. My husband gets home at three in the afternoon. So it's it's just, you know, I choose to just stay with him the entire time. Like I want to spend time with my husband as much as I can. 
So I won't go to the gym. But if I go, but if I set the intention to like go in the morning first thing, then it's easier for me to just, you know, do that and to read the Bible and to pray. But I know that if you work, like let's say you work at seven or I don't know, let's say you work at eight, you got to find some time like to also like when you're driving, be, be, you know, driving with God, invite him into driving with you, invite him into your job, like always be talking to God. But reading your Bible is honestly going to be the biggest um, game changer in your life for 2024 because you have to know who your God is. You have to you have to know who your heavenly father is so that you know who you are, because that's what's going to carry you with confidence. Because once you build trust with him, then the, the crazy chaos of the world and what's coming in 2024 is going to keep you at peace. Because you're going to be like, okay, this all this stuff is going on, but I know who reigns. I know who's in control. I know who's a king. Well, let me tell you, it's social media is going to get crazy. I already know. I'm like, um, <laughs> I wrote a paper recently where I'm like, you know what? These are some mental health like tips that we can put in place for um, for this next coming year during election season because it can really affect your mental health. So Guard your heart and prepare with the word of God. That's the best thing we can do. If this year in 2023, you gave yourself the goal of like going to church and reading your Bible or something and you just didn't do it, don't dwell on it. You say, okay, I get a chance to begin again. Begin again tomorrow. Begin again today. No pasa nada. It's okay. God is the God of many, many chances, many opportunities. He won't throw it in your face. And... I hope that you're part of a church that will not throw it in your face if you haven't gone in a long time, which that's what I love about our church. If you go to our church and you haven't been in a while, I really in encourage you to to say, you know what, the heck with the excuses, the heck with the offenses um, holding on to my heart. I'm just going to go all in this time and just get back into volunteering, get back into serving the Lord regardless, you know, moving on from what I felt was done to me. I'm just going to say, you know what, Lord, here's a fresh new start. Purify my heart, soften my heart, heal my heart, comfort my heart, strengthen my heart. Because honestly, we, we need to do all this. We need it in our lives. And I just really encourage you to do it. Um, every year, I have to tell you, every year, I give myself the goal of reading the Bible chronologically um, from like beginning to end, right? And I always drop out like in May. <laughs> but, you know, ni modo, you just keep moving. You just start it over again. I mean, I didn't start over again where I left off. I'm doing this. Um, It's called the, what is it called? This plan, it's called the Bible Recap. Because there's a cool like podcast episode where she explains a little bit and there's it's, it's really cool. Um, and I've been trying to get past like the Old Testament like all year, honestly. I'm barely on like day 174. Like I have all these plans on my Bible. You know what? Sometimes it, it happens. But you can't like get yourself all discouraged and say, oh, well, the heck with everything. I'm not going to do it at all. Just pick up where you left off. That's it pick up where you left off no one's gonna say anything so that's my encouragement for you that you know if you said that you were gonna do all these things just pick up where you left off stop dwelling on it and just move forward 
Don't beat yourself up about it. And just invite the Lord into everything you do. So 2024, what invitation are you going to accept from God? To make him Lord of your life. To read his word daily. To spend some time in communion with him. Invite him into everything. And to join his church. Would you do that? Do you think you can do that? Do you think that that's possible? Because, man... Yeah, you can, you know, make more money. You can get the better job. You can get the better car, save up for that trip. You can, you know, lose the weight. You can do this marathon, do this boot camp or whatever those, you know, challenges they like to do. You can insert your own. You can do all those things. But let me tell you that nothing in this world will ever give you peace and satisfy you the only way that Jesus and his Holy Spirit can and knowing his word and knowing that you don't have to be bound to any of the customs of this world you don't have to follow what this world is doing you don't have to do what this world is doing and having peace with all that because you are very very secure and confident in who you are nothing in this world compares let me tell you I want that for you I want you to not miss out anymore I want you to not be bound to doing, 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 doing all these things that will not give you peace, that will not give you the peace that only Jesus can give. I really, I love you and I care about you and I just want you to not miss out. I want you to become your holy, authentic self that God made you to be. I want you to believe in God's promises for your life. I want you to know and believe that God really does have good plans for your life. And I want you to see them. I want you to notice God's goodness over your life. That's what I want for you. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this today. I want you to accept these invitations that God has for you in 2024. And I want you also to share this with someone. Share this with someone that needs to hear this message, that needs to be encouraged. And I also want you to tell me if you need me to help you understand certain verses or if you need me to, I don't know, guide you in one way or another. I'm here for you. If you need me to pray for you, reach out. If you follow me on Instagram or if not, you can go to the Holy Life Podcast on Instagram and you can follow me there, reach out there. But don't miss out. Stop missing out. Stop choosing to miss out on what God has for you because God loves you so much and he's just waiting for you to say yes to him. So will you invite him in? Will you invite him in this 2024? That's the invitation. The invitation for you is for you to invite him in, into your life, to be Lord of all, to just, for you to surrender your heart, your sins, your pains, your hurts to him. And to know that you're, you're, you're already there. It's okay. You're righteous through Christ, not, to, not through anything you do. You don't have to do anything else. So let, let me pray over you. God, as we enter this 2024, I want to lift up my friend listening right now. God, I pray that you would come into their hearts and that you would transform it in a way that only you get the glory, Lord. That you would heal their hurts strengthen their hearts, comfort them, give them the peace that they need. But more importantly, Lord, that you give them wisdom, knowledge, and revelation of your word, that you help them understand it, and that you help them really um, believe in you and trust in you more than their own understanding, more, they, that, more than they can even fathom, Lord. I, I, 
I bless them in your name, Father God, in your holy, mighty, precious name, Jesus. I bless my friends in your name, and I bless their 2024 in your name, Lord. Um, come into their lives, Lord. Take over, Lord, and reassure them that you've got them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for listening, and I hope that you come back next time for another episode. Take care.